Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, everyone. Hey, friends. Welcome to Spiced Chaos. Yes, welcome to a mini-sode where we, once again, did not do our job. We haven't really done anything. It is a mini-sode, and I'm outside. I I might be outside soon. We're going to see if these ducks leave me alone. So, um, it's a beautiful day here in, well, I'm technically in South Carolina. Oh, snap. I'm not in North Carolina, so, um, but yes, I'm outside enjoying, like, the beautiful 70s weather, and... Yeah, we got 65 um, here, too. It's beautiful. It is just so lovely, and I have spent so many afternoons out here on the back porch just enjoying the beautiful weather that we've had this week, and... Mm -hmm. Man, it has been some kind of week not having a job. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> has it been a positive or are you like kind of stressing now? Okay, so I'm not stressing. Okay. But are you bored just, yet? No, let me just put it this way, everybody. I am actually at times busier than I was when I was teaching. Oh, well, dang. I mean, yes, I completely understand that because I feel like my role because I work at home, I feel like I'm like half stay-at-home mom and half t educator. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think that <clears throat> I, I think that you could totally feel that way. And I yeah. think that for me, it has been like my mornings are super leisurely. Mm -hmm. That's and lovely. then by the afternoon, it's like, okay, so you've got to take your shower. You've got to get dinner ready. You've got to get your video made. You've got to get it edited. Yeah. You've got to make the podcast. You've got to put your makeup on. Yeah, because you you're not like lit, a traditional like, stay-at-home mom. You're like you're like an influencer with like a job. Yeah. So, but the thing is, is that I could use my morning hours more productively. Right. And I just haven't this week embraced the morning hours. So, like, mm -hmm. what's been happening is, like, we'll get up, and he wants to get up at like five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> That's what those elderly folks like to do, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, I love it because we go to bed at, like, 8.30 at night, which I love because when we go to bed, it's, like, snuggle time, you know? And Aww. that's, like, my favorite time of the day. So, yes. um, it's just, I love that we're going to bed. And that was part of, like, what was wrong with my first marriage was that we did not go to bed together. Yeah, that is a big and thing for sure. And this is so, like, great, you know, that we brush our teeth together and we get ourselves ready for bed and all this stuff at the same time. And then we get in bed. Mm -hmm. So, and we go to bed early and... But then we get up so early in the morning, like 5 a.m. Oh, my goodness. But that's kind yeah. of nice because then you have more time in your day. Yeah. So, like, he wants to spend, like, he doesn't have to get up, like, start getting ready for work until, like, 630. Uh -huh. So, what he wants to do is, like, have coffee time every morning at, like, 5 a.m. So, we have been getting up at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning and having making our coffee Mm-hmm. And sitting in front of his television and like looking at exotic places that we might want to travel to on YouTube. <laughs> okay, can I just say something? Okay, I've been watching Stephanie Fleming's stories and she's like doing all of this cooking and all of this like 
travel and making all these like health and wellness plans. And I am under the impression that you did not become a stay at home mom. You have now retired like our friend Stephanie. (laughs) Okay. So that is the funny thing about it is that. Jamie has actually kind of thought that that was cute that Daniel and Hannah are telling people that I am retired. I am. I'm agree. I am in agreement with Daniel and Hannah because this is not that you like started a new job or like a new life or whatever. I'm pretty sure you have retired. Right. And, you know, he very much loves coming home in the afternoon. Mm hmm. And. You know, dinner being almost ready and I'm there and I'm clean and I'm, you know, like dressed and like, I'm not like sloppy, you know, like uh-huh. I'm, I look You're like, like a trophy I, wife. Yeah. Like I, I, I look like if he wanted to go out for pie for din- like for dessert, like I oh, could put my no. shoes on and be ready to go, you know? <laughs> okay. Everybody who's listening, they're going out to pie for dessert after they come home and have <laughs> dinner and Leanne is dressed like a trophy wife. She has retired. <laughs> Please let me know. (laughs) So the problem is, y'all, is that I have this house. Mm -hmm. I have this house that I own that I have to get rid of before I can, like, really live this life. You're ready to throw the whole thing out at this point. You're like, I don't even want to go back there. Here's the key. Take everything that's in it. Yeah, I'm just like, you know, I I feel like when you have a box in the garage that you haven't seen in eight years, why look at it? Just throw it away. I feel like that about my whole house. I keep saying that to my husband. I'm like, this stuff has been in the garage for the last six years. Why are we keeping it? His response, we might need it someday. I love you so much, Brian. You're a really good snuggler and you're the sweetest human. But you are a grade A hoarder. Like, if it was not for me, he would have pathways in this house. I swear. Well, it's so funny because, like, I'm discovering Jamie's ways. Uh Uh-huh. In the fact that I live in his house now when he's not home. Right. So it's like, you know, the pantry is like mine now. Like he is just kind of like, okay, however you want to put the pantry together, you do it. Ooh, it's time for a pantry organization video. That's and what I'm like, next. okay, so I'm like, okay, so I need to go to the container store. Oh, I love the container store. And I was like, because you have 12 boxes of cereal and that is really... <laughs> unattractive and very unnecessary I was like you need to get some cereal containers mm-hmm. and have four of them mm-hmm. and do not buy more cereal until at least two of them are empty oh you have okay, to keep yeah. yourself on a schedule I said you can't just willy-nilly go to the grocery store a and cereal just, schedule and just buy cereal like that's weird <laughs> Just then he ends up with like six boxes of half-eaten granola. Oh man, he needed Julianne. He needed somebody to organize his life. <laughs> well, he's so cute because sometimes when we were getting when we're getting like real serious or having like a real romantic moment, he's like, I really need you. And I'm just like, dude, you don't understand. We need each other. Yeah. You know, yes, you guys because did. you found each other at the perfect time. Yeah. And everybody out there in listener land that's like rolling their eyes about me, like <laughs> getting up and having coffee time and watching these vacation videos. She's retired, you guys. It's okay. <laughs> it's fine. She's retired. Don't be jealous. We'll all be able to retire in like 30 more years and be just like Leanne. You have to understand this was not planned. Oh, I know. There's trying... no way that I could have possibly known 
Yeah. And my friend Allison was like, go ahead, talk to the old guy. I know, she totally did. Because <laughs> I had only been talking to guys who were like 37, 38, you know. Uh-huh. And they were fine, and we were having fun, and it was great. Mm-hmm. But she was like, just go ahead and talk to the old guy. And it's like, you guys, I have never been so in love. And I, I just, know. and it has nothing to do with like, the coffee mornings, because when right. I decided to leave my job, he and I were very much like, you'll get another job. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. It morphed into this, you know, over right. the course of like three or four weeks, like that this is good for both of us. So we uh-huh. might as well do it this way. Right. Yeah. So then cut to Thursday afternoon at almost four o'clock and I'm stressing about dinner, which needs to be done by six. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, oh, my gosh, this is a different life. It really it is. is. It is a different mm-hmm. life. That's for sure. Yeah. So what's working life like right now? Because like <clears throat> I you guys, she has been so I have been so inconvenienced this week by Caitlin <laughs> having to work. Uh, it actually hasn't been that bad. I feel like I don't know. Like, I feel like my school is now in like a groove. Like, I just feel like after we started our new system and had all those new kids and all of the like hard parts, like, of course, there were good moments. But I feel like for the most part, I've just been trying to keep my head above water and not get in trouble. Um, And I I think I've been doing that. I've been like flying below the radar. But I feel like now, like I know the system. I feel like our admin knows the system. We all have good like we all have our own good systems and I just feel like we're really getting a groove going on. Um, and I am very excited for spring break for, for that coming up. So I have one more week of work and then we have spring break and, um, yeah. And then summer, but I, I mean, I look forward to summer, but I will probably be working the majority of it anyway, like not every day, but I will be working during the summer. So well, that's just how that goes. I have to say that I really do admire you as a teacher because, you know, even when I was teaching, you know, Caitlin was like, oh, I've got to put together Canvas for this week and I've got to do this and I've got to do that. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, I fly by the seat of my pants on Canvas. It's like every single day I'm throwing activities in like during class and, you know, I, I just I never really got the hang of like this is my forever now is this Canvas thing. Right. And it's almost like if I had just accepted, you know, that this is, this is life now. now. That's how you plan your lesson. Yes. You would plan. And then with every lesson, you would make a list of the things that need to go in canvas. Exactly. Yeah. And then I have a template for that. Anybody wants. Yes. And then once per week you throw everything in, you know, and it's like so much easier than like, doing it every single day like I do oh that was so stressful and we're all like this is total teacher talk so if you're not a teacher you may not get it but um we're really embracing the flipped model classroom and that's basically where you give like your direct instruction so like tell them about the things give them the definitions go through the lecture part in like a video we're doing that part and then when they come to the live class with us we're doing like collaborative fun activities and like hands-on as much as we can of course we're virtual and it is so cool to watch kids collaborate and like teach each other. I am obsessed with the flip model classroom in the virtual world. I'm obsessed. And see, I never got the hang of it, you know? Yeah. And I it can tried. Be hard. Mm-hmm. Like I really tried because when I was teaching novels. Yeah. I always just expected that they would come to class having read what they needed to have read. Right. Well, and I feel like there's a lot of setup up front. So, for example, if 
I were teaching a novel, I would set up up front like Socratic discussion circles. And so like they would read and I would give whatever lecture I needed to about themes or whatever we're doing that day. And then they would come to school or come to class and then they would go into their breakouts and do like their Socratic discussions, take their notes and all of that. That's how I would do flip model for language arts. <clears throat> well, I probably could have used some help. <laughs> well, and I feel um, like, again, it takes a lot of setup up front. And when you have leadership that's not exactly sure what they want out of virtual, if they want you to be doing flipped model or what they want, um, or really know anything about virtual, which was your circumstance, um, it's hard to know like where you're going to have any direction. Whereas my leadership is very clear about their direction and you know they let us know like what the expectations are, which I so appreciate. Um, but it's good. I, I am loving flipped model classroom. I'm loving, I'm just loving my job right now. I feel like I'm in a flow. My kids are scheduling check-ins all the time, which is awesome. Um, I don't know. I feel like I have them on a good little schedule and they know my expectations and they know me and, and that kind of thing. So I feel, I'm yeah. feeling good. <clears throat> well, I remember having years that were just like that, mm -hmm. you know, where you got into a flow and every single day was kind of a delight. You know, it's like you yeah. loved your kids and you got along with everybody. And, um, you know, there would be days here and there, especially in brick and mortar, where there would be some behavior situations that you might sure. have to deal with. But, yeah, I mean, I I don't remember ever having issues with classroom management. Right. Um, well, and the best part about classroom management in virtual is if they, like, if you give them their warning, they don't change their behavior, you give them their second warning, you can boot them right from Zoom. Like, you can be like, peace, I'll see you next time. You know, we'll talk later. Right. And see, the difference is in brick and mortar is, like, when you boot somebody from your classroom, mm -hmm. they're still in the building. Yeah, and you still kind of, then it's almost more work. Like, you're then having to deal with the hallway problem yes. or then get on the phone and call security or yes. whoever you have or whatever. And See, what was hard for me was, and this is like really in the depths of teaching, you guys. So yeah. you're really getting the background stuff now. Right. So whenever you would remove someone from your classroom, and this is in brick and mortar, yeah. you had to write them up like a written referral. Yeah, more paperwork. And the written referral, along with that, came a call to their parents. Uh huh. And sometimes when I wanted to remove a student from my room, I was not removing them because I wanted like a big bad referral and like a in-school suspension situation right. and a parent call. I just needed them out of my face for a little while. <laughs> exactly. So that you could be an effective teacher and then talk to them when you need yes, to. Totally yes. Yes. So the procedure for removing someone was so difficult mm -hmm. that, you know, obviously I had to find other creative ways to manage students that had behaviors that like that mm -hmm. without removing them. And I had a very high threshold for what would get someone removed. I mean, there were times that right. people would say curse words like <laughs> out loud to me at me or at other students and that they would mm -hmm. have to be removed. But most of what we dealt with in my room, I could handle on my own without having right. to involve an administration. And I felt like I always did my admin a favor in that regard, that I was not a right. problem. Well, and I feel like you're a lot like me in that we do a lot of the proactive stuff, like the relationship building and the like setting expectations and, you know, like joking around with kids and like letting them know it's a safe space, all of that like proactive stuff. So we don't have to be reactive in that moment. Cause like, like you, it's very, very rare that I ever have to boot a student because I've already built a relationship because they, um, you know, they know my expectations. They respect me as an educator. They like me as a person. Uh, they have fun in my class. And I think you were the same, the same way. 
Um, I think those things are, are great tips for educators. So if you're a teacher listening, you've got a little treat today. <laughs> yeah. So it's interesting that you say that because, and I'm going to take a minute and like, you know, have like a postmortem for my teaching career, if that's okay, <laughs> okay. with everyone. Yeah, do it. Um, because when I left my school, mm-hmm. um, I put up a thing on Facebook that just kind of said to the class of 2012, mm-hmm. which was the first class that ever graduated from my school. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I put up there, you know, it's been 10 years and, you know, I, I miss you every day and you guys were such an influential class for me. And mm-hmm. I was pregnant with Daniel when I met them. Oh my gosh. And Daniel turned 10 this year. So it's kind of like poetic that I left that school at the same time that Daniel turned 10 Mm -hmm. and I was pregnant with him while that school was opening. And when I was starting my job there. Right. So it just kind of bookended it really nicely. So I kind of like put a little tribute to that class on Facebook and just mentioned to Facebook that I was leaving my job and all of this. And my students just like came out of the woodwork to say, your class was awesome. You were the best English teacher I ever had. I will never forget your class. And then some of them like remembered specific things. Oh, that's so sweet. You know, it's so interesting as teachers, because I feel like sometimes we'll get into our day to day and just be like going through our day. And then kids will come back and do something like that. And they'll remember this small, like mundane thing that happened in our class. And we're like, whoa, we really are impacting these people. And they are making memories that they're going to, you know, have for a lifetime. It's sometimes easy to forget that for sure. Yes. It's so interesting, like to look back on, especially when there are certain classes and I, you know, I have taught a lot of students, mm-hmm. but because I have my position as a junior English teacher, right? A lot of the time it's like this particular class of 2012, I taught them as juniors and seniors. Oh, wow. So I taught them for two years in a row. So I knew them really, really well because when we opened my school, we didn't have a senior class mm-hmm. because we okay. were a brand new school. So we, we got kids from the two neighboring schools mm-hmm. that were rivals and put them together in the same building and then expected for them to get some school spirit. Mm-hmm. And we put them in as juniors. And then by senior year, it was like, okay, so you once was you know, this was your mascot here. This is your mascot there. Now you're a this. Mm-hmm. And That's it tough. was just, yeah. And it was tough. And, you know, we all kind of went through that together because I too came from one of those neighboring schools. Yeah. And it was just a weird time. And I just remember those kids so fondly. And I have other kids that I've taught before or like since then mm-hmm. that I remember too. And, you know, you always do, but this class right. was just so special. And, I, that's what, that's when teaching was great for me, you know, when I was really happy in my job. Yeah. Yeah, I can definitely see that. And I I, I feel like I'm going through that because I don't know, like, I feel like up to this point, I never really felt like I had a good, you know, a good flow necessarily. Like when I was in, you know, brick and mortar teaching alternative ed, I don't know. Like it was, it was like every day was a struggle because it was hard. Like we were teaching a lot of really hard kids and a lot, you know, a lot of different levels. And I don't know, I never felt like I had supportive admin. So I never felt really at home there. But this year, I really do feel like I'm at home. If that makes sense. Like I I feel like I've found my flow. I don't know. 
I don't know. It just, it feels really good. <laughs> so this is a long way to answer that question. Yeah. Well, and I think that you being the person that you are, mm-hmm. the introvert that you are, you have mm-hmm. found a job that works for your comfort level, you know, totally. your, absolutely that keeps you, I think that you'll live longer, you know, <laughs> because yeah. you're not going to be like, because there are people that are serious introverts mm-hmm. that put themselves out there every day yeah. and, and struggle. Yep. I knew a lot of teachers in the building and they would be like, oh my gosh, I'm such an introvert, but here now I have to go on Showtime and like be excited for these kids. And then I have kids at home where I have to go home to. And like, there was just never, and that was for me too. Like I had the same situation. Like I had to be on when I was at school and then on when I was at home. And I just, oh my gosh, I I don't even remember how I did it. (laughs) Like I don't even remember how I got through a day. But there's something, there's something. Yeah, and there's something different about virtual, I think. Well, and not even necessarily, like, the virtual is awesome. Don't get me wrong. Like, working from home is super rad. But, like, I have never worked for administrators where I really felt like they listened to me, where I felt like I have a friend relationship with them outside of work, and then also where I feel like as a professional, like, they heard me, and they're really trying to make good solutions that are good for teachers and for students, as well as all of my other coworkers. Like I've never had coworkers where I felt like I fit in as much as I do here. And I don't know, I feel like other schools, it gets really clicky, which is weird because we're adults. But like, I don't know, I feel so at home with my school. I almost said the name of it. I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Um, I feel so at home here. And I just, I'm so happy right now. I think things are good. I'm tired and I'm ready for spring break for sure. It's been a weird year for teachers. But I'm excited. I I feel like this is a good year. Well, I'm really glad because I'm having a little bit of survivor's guilt. Yeah, I feel that too, actually. Like when I was talking about last week, teachers are going back to the building. I feel that too. Because I was only back in the building for two weeks. Mm -hmm. And now North Carolina has cut the groups from three to two. So even more kids are going to be in the building at one time. Mm -hmm. And I just... I was so like gut wrenchingly painfully unhappy. Yeah. And yeah, it was like it was like a depression moment for you. It I was. felt like it really was. And mm-hmm. there's a big truck going by you guys. It's a big <laughs> truck. That's what happens when you're outside. You guys are getting like spiced chaos life. live. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but I yeah, I just I feel like that. I have a lot of work ahead of me. You guys don't even understand. If you saw the state of my house, (laughs) the idea of having to pack it up and sell it and move out of it is so intimidating to me, but I have to do it because I have this prize at the end. Mm -hmm. You know, I have this gorgeous, beautiful life waiting for me at the end. If I can just get that albatross off my back. (laughs) I wonder like, I know they have, like, professional movers and, like, organizers. Like, I wonder if you could just hire them to come in and, like, be like, so what do you charge? What would you charge to help me with this? I was thinking about that. Yeah. I think that would be I was thinking about calling one of those, like, clutter companies. Yeah. (laughs) And just saying, like, look, just come into my house and take everything out. And, like, Andy can come and put a little sticker on everything that he wants to keep. And then everything else has to go. Like, I don't right. need it. Except because your chic soul stuff and your planner stuff. Like, don't let them take that. 
Well, I know, but I'm going to make, like, literally, Caitlin, I'm going to put together, like, two bins of clothes mm-hmm. and one bin of planner stuff. Oh, my gosh. And then wow. my sticker books. My sticker books. Mm-hmm. And that's it? That's all you and, want from there? And, and then, of course, all... your kids' stuff. Like your and kids then, thing. well, I'm going to let my kids take stuff, but I'm only going to let them take two bins each. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I rest... guess where, you know, eventually where you're going to land is going to be a smaller space, so. Right. And when we get to my parents, what I want, what I really want is for us to, like, go ahead and select the two slash three bins of things that each of us want mm-hmm. label them and go ahead and take that stuff over to my parents and mm-hmm. then for the rest of the time just like start working on because we know that we have the bins of stuff that we want mm-hmm. and we just throw everything else away yep you know because once we've selected the items that we know we want to keep in our lives the rest of it can go because like I have to keep a box of like memories you know I have mm-hmm. like my old yearbooks and things like that and you know, there's stuff like that. And this place where I'm going, uh, there's room for me there. He's got room for me to bring mm-hmm. my bins of high school photographs. You know, he right. said, yes, you'll fit just nicely into my life. You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I don't have to worry that I'm basically houseless. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. But what about just, things like you said, like memories, and I don't mean I hope this doesn't make you cry, but what what are you going to do with your wedding photos? Have you decided? Um, I'm going to talk to my mother about that mm-hmm. because she has a really, really great wedding photo album. Mm-hmm. And then I have a really great wedding photo album and I don't feel like the family needs two of them. Mm-hmm. But I also don't feel like I want to throw that part of my life away. Right. And for your kids, they might want to see those photos or share them later, you know. Yeah. So I I think that I'm going to offer Andy the nice wedding photo album that we have at the house. Mm -hmm. And then I have the wedding photo album that my mom has. Perfect. There you go. Yeah. So uh, that's that's kind of how. And I have a box of professional photographs that's like the kids that we've had taken Mm-hmm. But, like, Andy and I never had a family photo taken together with him and me and the two kids. Oh, wow. Never. He would never do anything like that. Yeah, Brian doesn't like it, but I make him do it. <laughs> but, see, Jamie and I are already talking about, like, the photo session that we want to have when we blend our families. Oh, cute. Because there are so many adorable ideas on mm-hmm. on Pinterest of, like... Oh, I bet you know, blended family photography. And it's just so cute. We, you know, you have like her and her standing on one side and him and his standing on the other. And then it's just like mm-hmm. a little heart in between them or just like, you know, it's just so cute the way they have so many Aww. cute pictures. And, you know, I showed that to him and I was like, I want to do this when we get married. Oh, I love it. Oh my gosh. But his oldest will hate it. His oh, oldest well. will hate it. He's 14 he and hate he, everything. Yeah. He's 14 and hates everything right now. Yeah, for sure. I get so. it. Delilah's 13. I understand that. Yeah. So, but, you know, I Jamie is so optimistic because I've worked with teenagers for so long. Right. That you can pull him out of his shell. That Well, no, not even that so much. It's not that he wants for me to change him. Mm-hmm. He just feels like I'll be able to develop a relationship with him. Yeah, for sure. And but, I, I think. It's true. I think sometimes when kids 
like go through a divorce, you know, situation when they're at that age, there's a lot of grieving that happens. And so I think he's just got to go through his stuff before he's ready to build a new relationship. Right. Well, and one of the things that I have been reminding Jamie is that, you know, he is not only is he 14. Mm -hmm. So even if you and your first marriage have been a beautiful, happy one, he still would have been a 14 year old. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like there's just so much of who he is right now that has to do with the fact that he's 14. But then when you want to pack on top of it, like all the kids in this country that are dealing with this pandemic, he is just Mm -hmm. one of them. Yeah, exactly. You know, so it's like we're in the middle of a pandemic. So it's like you've got that, that all the kids are dealing with. Then on top of that, his parents are getting divorced, Mm -hmm. you know? So I'm just like, dude, like he is going through some stuff and he's going to have to feel his feelings. And he is. Yeah. So anyway, when I went to meet Jamie's kids for the first time a couple Mm -hmm. weeks ago, um, the oldest wasn't ready. Mm hmm. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's Makes fine. Sense. I understand. It's he could take as much time as he needs. So yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. But it's just, it's been a really cool week. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad this is so good for you. Yeah. And I'm you deserve really, it, man. Well, thank you. And I, I, you know, you say that, but I don't like, yes, you do. Everybody <laughs> deserves to be happy, whether it's, you know, married to your college sweetheart, like me, uh, and you fight sometimes and then you get back together or whether you realize that you are better apart like you are having. I think that everybody deserves to find their happiness, whatever that is. Well, and everybody in the YouTube world mm-hmm. has been really encouraging because, you know, I put my story up on YouTube mm-hmm. last week. And the people that have been responding have been saying things like, look, don't sweat it. Like I got married to my second husband within six months of my first marriage breaking up. Yeah, you know, like, I feel like once you've yeah. been through a marriage that didn't work, <clears throat> I feel like you know more of what you want. You know, like you're like, okay, well, that didn't work. So here now I have this chance to find what I want. And if you find it in six months, you find it. Well, and seriously, there are also things that you don't realize that you want when you're 26 years old and you're getting married. For sure. Yeah. And, you know, then once you realize that you want those things, you've already married the wrong person who can't give those to you. Exactly. Well, and I feel like that is where people either grow together or they grow apart because Brian is a very different person than when I married him when we were 24. (laughs) And I probably am, too. We are just very different and we are very different from each other. But we are um, the kind of people that want to grow together and that put in the work to grow together. Because if we didn't, we would definitely be growing apart. So I think, I think it's just, it depends on the type of person that you're with, you know? No, I totally get that. And I really think that there was somebody in my life that told me you're either going to grow together or you're going to grow apart. Like when Mm -hmm. I first got married. Yep. And when I saw it happening, I knew that's what was happening. Yeah, exactly. Because like, like, you can't force somebody to grow together with you. Like you tried counseling, you tried doing all these things, but when, when your other, and not to like slam your ex partner, but like when the other person won't show up for you, like you can't do it by yourself, man. Yeah. And it's like, it's not even so much like, yes, we did try therapy and that like half-hearted attempt was laughable. Um, but you know, I spent hours 
in my own therapy sessions, talking Mm -hmm. about my marriage and trying to figure out how can I make myself better? And here comes yet another truck, you guys. Like, (laughs) you guys, it's the same truck again. (laughs) (laughs) It's, oh, I just don't even know what the adventures that you experience when you sit outside. Y'all should have told me that outside is so nice. (laughs) Mm So, but anyway, like, y'all, I spent hours in my own therapist's office talking about my marriage, trying to make myself better, trying to be what he needed for me to be. Oh, man. And, you know, I was, it wasn't even so much just that, like, he didn't show up for therapy. It was like, I was upstairs in our bed texting him, like, could you please come to bed? Please Mm -hmm. be with me. Just come up here and try. Yep. And I just got turned down all the time. And I just feel like for years I was reaching out and trying and telling him, this is not good for me. This is, this is bad. This is bad for our marriage. This is not, I don't think we can recover from this. This isn't good. Mm -hmm. And, you know, now, yes, I have found something that is better so fast. Right. But I don't want to let it go. You know, like, I don't care how fast it is. It's like when you find somebody who can love you the way you need, you hold on to that. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm there with you. I am supportive of your um, of your choices and and all of this. And, you know, I think that I think you're doing great. I think you are uh, moving forward in the way that you need to. And, you know, well, and I have time. You do. That's that's yeah. the thing is that like I don't have to be in this huge hurry. Like yes, I want to sell my house. Mm-hmm. But you know, I have at the end of at the end of March, I have my last big paycheck coming from my job, and mm-hmm. then we've got some more stimulus money coming. And you know, if I'm away from my job long enough, then if I'm desperate, I can draw for my retirement, and I'll be okay for a little while if I don't sell the house for some reason. Right. But I'm planning to sell the house. And that's going to also allow me to continue to live this way. You know, it's just if people are wondering, how can she just leave her job and not have any money? So, (laughs) right. Yeah. um, Because really, we have planner halls coming and people are going to be like, how is she buying planner stuff? Like, how does she have money? Um, So (laughs) don't you have don't don't you have a haul that came today or yesterday? Yeah, I actually put it up. Yeah, I put it up on YouTube and my happy planner stuff finally arrived. I think there was that no fault of Happy Planner. It was more of like just package delays, just, you know, because of COVID and weather and whatever. But I got some pretty awesome things. Okay. Um, wait, wait a so minute. I went against your advice, first of all. Well, I have a shipping question. Okay, shipping question. Let's do it. You just said your Happy Planner order finally arrived. Yes. You do realize that I'm still waiting on mine, right? I don't know what their deal is. I don't know why they haven't shipped yours, but mine was delayed. And it usually only takes like a couple of days because like California is basically our neighbor. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so mine me, has it took a while. Well, okay. So you're like, it finally arrived. Like you've been waiting on it all this time. And I'm just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, no, I, I'm still waiting on mine. And my Erin Condren order shipped mm-hmm. and arrived well, that's a miracle. Before the ha- and anyway, like so, my Aaron Connor never order happened. Came. Yeah, so, well, no, I've been waiting on that Aaron Condon order since like February twenty second or something. <laughs> like that order was t- had taken forever. Um, but oh, my Happy Planner order has shipped and will arrive 
tomorrow. So there it, you I, go. Yeah, they they are getting the stuff to me. It's just <laughs> oh my gosh, could it have no. taken any longer? So what yeah. else did you get? Okay, so first of all, I went out against your advice, and on Joanne's, I ordered another of the neutral dashboards. <laughs> The one that's like Stephanie's favorite, but make it a dashboard. I ordered another one of those. So, Wait, so don't you have me. two of the same planner? I do. Yeah, because I started it early. And so if I want to use it, if I want to keep using it, I'll have some missing months. So I needed a spare. Okay, well, I can't come for you because I bought two press florals horizontals. Yeah, I, I know you did. Um, but you were trying to come for me on that one episode. You were trying to tell me that I shouldn't buy two of them. But I did not buy two of the... Um, Miss Maker 2.0 ones. I did not buy two of those. So okay, well, I myself. That um, press floral horizontal is bomb, y'all. That planner is beautiful. If florals are your jam, that is beautiful. Well, it did not they are. Me, but I'm glad that you love it, especially um, the pressed ones. Yes. Oh, they are really pretty. Mm. Um, can we just talk about this leopard folio though for a second? They came yeah. in my order. Talk Girl. about that. Okay, I don't know what, okay, so you guys probably, well, maybe you didn't, but I definitely noticed that this folio was more expensive than the previous folio that they put out, and I only know that because I made a video comparing the Happy Planner folio to the Erin Condren, and I was surprised that the Erin Condren folio was cheaper than the Happy Planner one by, like, $10. So the other one was, like, 30-something. This new one is, like, 40-something on the Happy Planner website. Apparently, it's for sale, like, on $27.99 at Joann's right now, which... I don't want to talk about that, but um, the leopard <laughs> folio is at Joanne's right now. Why can my Joanne not get anything? Somebody, yes, it's gonna be at Joanne's. Somebody said they got it for twenty seven ninety nine, which <sighs> I don't want to talk about that because no, I paid seriously. I paid almost full price. <laughs> Finally, in my life, I live close to a Joanne, a Hobby Lobby, and a Michaels within like two exits of where I'm living, <laughs> and nobody is getting anything that I want to buy. And and not only that, I don't have a job. I'm just sitting here at home all day, just like needing places to go yes and i can't i can't go to joanne every day they just they haven't put up anything new oh it's so sad but anyway this uh not to cut you off it is very no, sad. It's okay i interrupted you um okay <laughs> but this leopard folio you guys it is like butter like when i pulled it out of the like the wrapper because they put it in like this bag when they send it to you i thought it was real leather you guys it felt that good in my hands and i am a connoisseur of leather handbags that's the only handbags that I buy anymore so I picked it up and I thought it was real leather but apparently it's not apparently they just changed the vegan leather that they use but it is beautiful and it's exactly what I needed to go over my happy planner that also got an update with the black soft cover and black metal disc you guys it's so pretty. <laughs> I've seen a picture of it, and it is so pretty. It is so pretty. And oh. I'm over here on the Joanne website. What, what would I even say? Happy, Happy Planner. Happy Planner Folio. I think that's what they call it. Folio. I'm, okay, Joanne is going to be mad at me. Oh, there it is. You got it. Oh, okay. Okay, let you me see if it's at my you, store. We found. Two in stock in Charlotte. There's two in stock. Oh, you're going to have to go. Do we need to stop podcasting right now? So you can go? <laughs> I have to tell Jamie that I have to go. It's 425. He'll be home at 545. Do I have time? I think you have time. We'll we'll wrap this up. Um, okay, let me quickly tell you what else I got in this haul. So I got the Modern Year sticker book. I got the updated Princess sticker book. I got the pink soft folio, or not folio, the pink soft covers. And then I got three of the home extension packs. And that was all that was in my box. 
That's You've it. got three home extension packs? Yeah, because I use them all the time. I That's usually my standard number for how many I get. <clears throat> oh, that is so crazy that you got three of them. It's <laughs> crazy? No, yes. it's not crazy. I buy, like, whenever I see those um, Girl with Goals extension packs, I buy one every time I see one in the store because I'm afraid they're going to run out. So I just have oh. them in my drawer. Well, I think that the best thing for me to do, listeners that were at, at, on the edge of their seat about whether or not I was going to go to Joanne. Oh, yeah, I think the best thing for me to do is have it shipped to me. Probably, yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, so sorry guys, I'm not gonna run out to Joanne. So, but <laughs> no you guys, running. Caitlin's haul video is up now. It is, yeah. And I can't wait to watch it. So that's what I'm gonna go do now, and we're gonna wrap this up. And <laughs> if you want to see what I got from Aaron Condren, then go look. Um, at my haul video, which will be up soon. So, um, yeah, but I hope everybody has a great weekend. It's been an interesting week. Next week's going to be a whole different kind of week. So we'll talk about that then. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll be home with the kids doing their virtual school all week long. It's going to be nuts. Yep. And we have Queen's episode dropping on Monday. So get excited for that. Monday morning. I know you guys have been waiting for a long time for that one. So that'll be ready to go. It's in the can, ready to come out. (laughs) It is. Um, Yes, so that will happen on Monday, and it's just going to be a really great week. And I hope everybody has a has hope everybody's having this lovely weather. I'm sure that we are just very blessed, you and I, Caitlin. But yes, we um, are having beautiful weather here too, loving it. So have a beautiful weekend, everyone, and we will talk to you in the next one. Bye, friends. Bye.